welcome to Wrestling Now. I'm your host. I'm Lloyd. Welcome back, everyone. I'm sorry I'm a little late uh, with this uh, recent podcast. Um, it took me a few days to get to it, but I'm going to get to it. And, you know, and what I mean by that, I mean by AEW Dark. Now, uh, I already did the Dark Elevation episode earlier this week. Now I'm going to follow up with a dark episode, which a lot more people, I'm sure, are more familiar with. We had eight wonderful matches. And uh, let's get started. Uh, The first match of the evening was... (laughs) I love how they pronounce their new uh, stable name, the Spanish American Project, SAP, you know... (laughs) So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, it's just, uh, which is basically how you can watch any show you want in Spanish, SAP, but they just totally kind of switched it around a little bit. I love that. Um, Serpentico and <laughs> our buddy Luther. Uh, Luther actually looks great. I don't know if, I, if you heard in the last episode, he was work. he's been working out over the last year. He definitely doesn't look ex- uh, how he did his first year in AEW. Um, he's definitely been working out, definitely getting in more shape. And Serpentigo, I mean, Serpentigo is always Serpentigo. You never know what he's going to do every week. Super <laughs> unpredictable. So this, uh, they went on, so they're, uh, so it's Serpentigo, and, uh, and uh, so he had a one-on-one match against Blake Christian. He's a, he's one and out, and, AEW, and and <laughs> Serpenta goes 0-1, but uh, he also had uh, some help in his corner, he had Luther and Angelico, I'm still trying to figure out what Angelico is doing in the corner, um, hanging out with the stable, but I don't know what happened to Jack Evans, I guess they're no longer a thing, I miss that tag team so much, oh, they were my favorite tag team in all of AEW because it's just their, their entrance. And the way they wrestle, they were just so <laughs> underrated, man. It's a shame. It's a shame. Uh, the hybrid. They were called the hybrid, too. Excuse me. So this match was very interesting. Blake Christian, um, newcomer. Um, very green, but I don't remember him. I think he might have came from another indie show. And uh, he actually won the match against uh, Serpentico. Even with... Luther and Angelico outside causing all the distractions outside like they like they would. Um, Blake Christian won with a ripcord Spanish fly. Oh, I'm sorry. One of his I'm sorry, one of his uh, signature moves was his ripcord Spanish fly. That was the one of the things I had to highlight because I've never seen anyone do a ripcord, maybe like, you know, like a clothesline, but never a fucking Spanish fly. That's just crazy. Um, so that caught my attention. And uh, then he won with a springboard, a springboard 450. That was, I mean, he was very impressive. I, everybody look out for Blake Christian. He looks like, uh, might be going places. I, I, I like his style of wrestling. He's very old school. Some, uh, somewhat of a high flyer. But his moves are pretty crisp. You're going to like that match. The very first match. It was really entertaining. Then the second match of the evening was Roosh. Versus Aiden Park. Uh, Roosh is 4-0. And uh, Aiden Park is making his AEW debut. 
Of course, he, uh, you know, he's from La, La Faccion Ingobernable. So, you know, the governable faction um, with Jose the assistant. So, and, um, so, you know, Roosh, you know, versus Aiden Park, newcomer. You already know how this match ended. Roosh won very quickly with the El Toro, you know, uh, so that was uh, no need for that. No need to talk about much about this match because Aiden Park wasn't really much a competition for Roosh. It was just more of a, more practice for Roosh than anything else. Then the next match, I was really like to see, it's really nice to see Kira Hogan. Always great to see her in the ring. Uh, I miss, uh, I liked her when she was in the, uh, Impact Wrestling. Glad she's blossomed and moved on to uh, bigger and better things. AEW's, you know, the first company she's reached outside of Impact Wrestling. So, you know, who knows? Maybe she'll, maybe she can make it to the WWE or, but I don't know. I, I like her here because they're really highlighting her and then she can showcase her on any one of the shows, whether it's Dark, Elevation, Rampage, or dynamite. So, you know, she she's a very talented wrestler if you know who Kira Hogan is. And she went against Megan Myers. She was she like Aiden Park in the match before. She's also making her AEW debut. Kira Hogan's 2 and 0 so far. Starting off the year very good. I love her new music. She has new music to go with it too. You guys should definitely check it out on YouTube. Um so yeah. Uh, Kira Hogan Won this match uh, primarily, uh, well, not relatively quick, but it was a good, you know, May, uh, Megan Myers and her went back and forth, but of course, Kira Hogan got the victory. Then our fourth match was Dante Casanova versus Dalton Castle. I, um, I'm getting used to Dalton Castle. I like him. Kind of reminds me of like, uh, um, Kind of reminds me of, the, of a character we had in WWE, which had like an entourage and everything. And but instead, you know, he has uh, these two, these two, these two gentlemen, uh, these guys, these two young newcomers that uh, he's holding on to as, as part of his stable. And he calls them the boys. And um, Dante Casanova's zero and one. And Dalton Castle is actually making his AEW debut. Wow, that's interesting. Well, well, it's actually his 2023 AEW debut. So, you know how they start the year fresh and new with the record. So, I mean, they keep they keep track of everyone's records on AEW, but then they but they reset every year, and they also keep your total numbers in the archives. So that way. You, they know how many wins and losses you racked up over the years. I like that. It's pretty cool. Don Castle, of course, won, won this match. Dante Casanova wasn't really much competition. So Don Castle gets his first win in AEW, everyone. Then we had a another singles match someone uh, from the Trustbusters I'm not very familiar with a lot of these factions now in AEW because I watch a lot of AEW Dark and Elevation like I say but the Trustbusters um, which consists of uh, Slim J Keys J and Sunny Kiss uh, so Slim J was actually having a singles match he went against La Mascara Dorado the Golden Mask so and um, Golden the Mascara Dorado he's two and zero. 
And Slim J's want to know. Well, so they both have victories. First time I see two separate wrestlers with both with victories, not with an 0-1 record or a new one with just a winning record. Excellent. Um, this was a really nice match between the Mascarado and Slim J. Starts off a little, you know, a little rough at first, but man, the moves that Mascara Dorado can do is just ridiculous. Um, it was a very high flyer, high flying match. They were trying to match each other in the beginning of the match, but of course, you know, Slim J or uh, uh, excuse me, Mascara Dorado succeeded over Slim J. It was a really great match. Uh, he won with a moonsault press. Uh, it was really nice, really nice. Then we had the Outrunners. I'm still trying to figure out. They're making their AEW debut. It looked like a couple of, uh, I'm going to say rejects from the 80s. But they looked like they just got shot out of a cannon from the 80s. The neon pants, the neon lights to go with it on their intro. I like it. I really like the 80s. I like anything with an 80s theme to it. I'm, I'm just an 80s baby. I just can't help it. Love the 80s and anything from there. And uh, they had that 80s tag team feel like, uh, like you know, Magnum TA and like, you know, and it's just it felt like I was watching Magnum TA and one of his random partners back in the 80s. It's just, it just felt so like I felt like I was just transported back to the 80s when I saw those two cut a promo. It was awesome. You got to watch these guys. They're going to be definitely up and coming. The Outrunners. They went against Logan Cruz and Tyshawn Perez. They're 0-1. Uh, so this match was, you know, a pretty... It was a really good match. It was a really good match. Uh, Outrunners uh, had a lot of movesets. Very fluid tag team. They won the match with a power slam... With a combination of a power slam neck breaker combo. It was so wicked, kid. Um... I don't know. I would just say watch this match. This is definitely one of the few that I would just say watch. The other matches, you know, they're all just basically one-sided. But some of these, I mean, some of these matches are just cool to watch because they're, like I said, I like to watch new up-and-comers. That's what I'm all about. Because who knows where they're going to be in the next five to ten years. Then our seventh match of the evening was uh, Belian Aki versus Rico Gonzalez. Uh, Belian Aki making her aid, uh, uh, he's, he was, uh, he's making his AEW debut, as well as Rico Gonzalez. And uh, easy to say, Belion Aki won this match. Um, somewhat of a one-sided match for both newcomers. But this is uh, something I wasn't really familiar with, but I have to rewatch this match. Because I'm not really familiar with Belion Aki. So he was on the show a few other times, a few of the other shows a few times, but... Now I get to see his his AW actual ring, ring introduction on Dark. So I would say check it out for yourself and see what you feel about him. And then our main event is Konosuke Takashida versus EJ Duka. EJ Duka was make he was making his AW debut. He was. He looks like he was a force to be reckoned with for a new guy. And Kono, uh, Konosuke, oh man, let me tell you, all about just knee strikes and just elbow strikes and physical. This was a very, very, very physical match. 
back and forth with just blow for blow. Like these two gentlemen were matching blow for blow. And these weren't these aren't little guys. These are big dudes. So, you know, not big dudes, but, you know, grown wrestlers, at least 240, 250. And they're just going back and forth with each other. And I can't wait to see Konosuke Shida because he went, he had a match on Dynamite. So I um, never got a chance to see it, but I will because this match really impressed me. He he started he started eight three and zero, and he ended up winning this match with a with a driving knee strike. Wow, it was like a driver. It was it was ridiculous. You guys have to see this finisher. And if he keeps using this finisher on everyone, he might just become a champion super quick. That's it, everyone. That's uh, that's my list of matches from AEW Dark. Konosuke Tayashida and AJ Unduga. One of the one of the matches to watch: the Outrunners versus Logan Cruz and Tyshawn Perez. That's one of the other matches I said to watch. Please, Slim J versus Masquerade Dorado, and uh, Kira Hogan versus uh, Megan Myers. That was actually really cool to watch. And of course, the very first match. Um, Serpentico versus Blake Christian. Like I said, so a lot of these newcomers are like, have a lot of talent. Megan Myers, she she's gonna she is actually she's looked like she has a lot of potential. She's a uh, she's very green, but she tries a lot of death defying moves. Like a lot of these new girls, they're trying to they're trying to prove themselves in the company, and that's why I like watching Dark and Dark Elevation because there's it may not seem like it, but there these people are hungry to get. To get a contract. So that's what I'm all about watching. Yeah, man. I love wrestling. Well, thank you all for hearing me out and listening to me to blab on about wrestling because that's just what I love to do. And if you all please have any questions, have some comments, concerns, you want me to talk about any specific topics, please just hit me up. Hit me up on my message board and I'll be glad to, to, you know, reciprocate and give you an answer or talk about any subjects you'd like, you, you guys, any of you guys like to talk about or like, like for me to talk about, please. Thank you so much. You guys have been awesome. And uh, yeah.